0: in your money today carolyn wright takes a look at the recent developments in the corporate governance and esg spaces good morning carolyn good
1: morning In Your Money Today, I'm going to take a dive into the ESG sector, and in particular, corporate governance. Corporate Governance Watch, or CG Watch, recently published its latest survey of corporate governance and ESG across 12 markets in the Asia-Pacific region. Jointly published by the Asian Corporate Governance Association, or ACGA and CLSA, the ranking of markets in the survey has undergone its biggest change in 20 years. I'm joined now by Jamie Allen, who is the founding secretary general of the ACGA to discuss some of their findings. Thank you for coming on the show today.
0: Thanks, Carolyn. You're very welcome.
1: So let's talk first about one of the, I guess, sort of winners in this, Japan's ranking rose. So what are Hmm. companies and the government in the country getting right there?
0: Uh, It's mostly a story about the government and other sectors with companies chipping in a bit. Um, There's been considerable regulatory reform in Japan. The Financial Services Agency has come out with a major action program on corporate governance. The Tokyo Stock Exchange is pushing companies hard on profitability and valuation and using their capital, using their cash more effectively. Uh, The Ministry of Economy, Trade and Industry has come out with a guide on corporate takeovers. So there's been a you know quite a concerted push on the part of the government to really uh, improve corporate governance. Companies are improving from a low base, but they are improving. Disclosure is getting better around governance and particularly sustainability. Although the actual overall company score is still quite low relative to the rest of the region. Uh, but what's really interesting about Japan is you look at the other what we call stakeholder groups, whether it's investors, activists, civil society training institutes, uh, you know, across the board, we're seeing quite interesting developments in Japan. And, you know, our survey looks both at the objective quality of corporate governance, but also effort. And, you know, I think it's really the effort that has pushed Japan into second place.
1: Now, Hong Kong, unfortunately, fell in the rankings. So what's behind that fall? And is it all bad news? Is there some good news we can look at? (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's not all bad news, no. Excellent. Uh, it's felt because we have a category called Government and Public Governance where Hong Kong lost points in a number of areas, such as uh, a the lack of a clear strategy for corporate governance, uh, judicial independence, resources, uh, independence of the SFC and also the ability of minority shareholders to access, uh, you know, the court system to pursue, you know, their rights. Uh, Hong Kong also lost points uh, in a couple of other areas. Uh, listed companies it didn't do so well in, and also civil society and media it didn't do so well in. You know, we do find Hong Kong uh, the debate around corporate governance is much more constrained these days. I think for clear reasons. Uh, so those were the areas where Hong Kong lost points. Uh, It's not all bad news, though. Hong Kong still came equal first with Australia on enforcement. Uh, It scores pretty well in CG rules, although it could be doing better there. Uh, There's a number of areas there where it's still sort of a laggard. Uh, And then in uh, auditing and audit regulators, Hong Kong does pretty well. So it's not all bad news about Hong Kong.
1: Good to hear. Good to hear. Now, where are we at in terms of financial regulators around the region uh, in terms of reform and enforcement? Are are the regulators getting that right? Do they need to do more?
0: Well, we would always say regulators need to do more. We're a corporate governance advocacy association. Um, But I would say in the top ranked markets, particularly Japan, uh, Singapore, uh, Taiwan, You know, those regulators are making considerable strides in reform. Uh, Other regulators, it's more of a mixed bag. But the one area where regulators are actually doing pretty well across the board is enforcement. Enforcement, interestingly, is one category. We, We have two categories for regulators. We look at funding, capacity building and reform. And then we look at enforcement as a separate category. And generally, scores for enforcement are higher and are improving. So that's, I think, one of the positives around the region.
1: Now, also, there's got to be challenges for companies. When uh, the regulation evolves, they have to step up, uh, I guess, step up their game to get things right. So, So what are the challenges they're facing in coping with new rules?
0: I think one of the biggest challenges companies face, and this is something we've seen over the last 20 years, we've been doing this now for we've been doing a survey for 20 years, we've been doing ACJ for 24. And we still find, uh, you know, a lot of companies look at corporate governance, very much from a compliance mindset. Uh, so they sort of do what they're told by the government, they disclose what they have to, but they really don't do a lot more. And you know, really, that's quite frustrating. Also, in terms of board composition, still see a lot of independent directors who are not particularly independent, uh, you know, who lack the expertise to be independent directors. I mean, in every market, you do get companies that really are ahead of the curve and doing extremely well. But we look at a range of companies in each market and, you know, we sort of average the scores for those companies. And overall, you know, we believe companies on corporate governance are underperforming. The one area where companies are really starting to perform much better is sustainability reporting. So whether you call ESG sustainability reporting, take your pick. But that's an area where there's a real push by government. You know, there's a real societal demand. There's a strong need because of climate change. And, you know, that's an area that has become extremely uh, much more sophisticated over the last few years. But corporate governance reporting, telling your shareholders what your board is doing, what board committees are doing, why you chose independent directors in the first place, that sort of reporting generally is disappointing and still quite boilerplate.
1: So there's still a lot of work to be done but do you think that shifting focus towards sustainability could actually provoke a bit of more thought towards better corporate governance in future
0: Actually I think it will um because I think there's a certain virtuous cycle here that there's much more need now for sustainability data and reporting from companies that's forcing companies to really think about how they collect the data how they organize it you know, where do they, you know, who takes responsibility for that in companies? You know, is it a department off on the side or is it under the CFO, which is sort of becoming best practice? Um, So, you know, the demand for data is driving, I think better uh, information systems in companies, which then is driving, you know, more thought about how do you govern this whole process? You know, what is the right role of the board? Should the board have a sustainability committee, for example? How does the board, you know, engage with management around sustainability? And I think, you know, a combination of social and investor pressure, you know, is is going to drive that demand. Uh, We're also seeing assurance for sustainability reporting now coming through. So all of this, I think, over time will drive demand for better governance within companies. So I think that's, that's one of the positives that we're seeing.
1: So there are a lot of catalysts out there. Well, it's been great to speak to you today. That's Jamie Allen, founding secretary general of the Asian Corporate Governance Association.